0: Welcome to the Financial Feast Podcast. I'm Kevin. And I'm Zach. And today we're going to be talking about credit scores. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for joining us for episode number 16, where we talk about credit scores and everything that goes into credit scores and building them. But before we get into all of that, it was your birthday. It was. It was, actually. Um, We went to... Well, so we... We,
1: my wife and I, went to a Caribbean place for food. I walked out with food because it's too spicy for my wife. Oh, no. She didn't actually get anything. But I ended up getting jerk chicken. Okay. And they had these plantains that I got because I'm a big banana fan. So it was like, I don't know, man. They were like slightly burnt, like Uh sweet. No. Uh oh good. they yeah, I don't know. They were like slightly, burnt, slightly burnt with like that bitter that bitter burnt flavor, but then they were soft and like sweet on the inside. It was like a cool little thing, man. So huh. I don't I don't know. Have you ever had jerk chicken?
0: Like authentic jerk have. chicken? I don't think I have. Alright, so actually. the place
1: is pretty close to your house. I'll
0: tell you about it when we're done. <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was I really will good. Definitely have to go there. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, that's something I definitely need to try. Yeah. It's very but, tasty. Yeah. I, I think yeah, I gotta try a lot actually. I gotta get out more. <laughs> yeah, I really <laughs> I really that.
1: want to do things that I haven't had. So I was looking up ethnic stuff because you can go to a steak place or an Italian place yeah. or a burger place whenever I want. But like I mean I guess I can go to a Caribbean place whenever I want to, but we don't. Right. So I wanna do something a little different. Go-to. And I'm on a psych kick. Have you ever seen Psych? The show Psych. Yeah. I so love I'm on psych. a psych kick and they always talk about jerk chicken in Psych. So you know that's right.
0: Yes, in the words of Gus, I like
1: I like psych. So yeah. I like jerk chicken.
0: <laughs> now, when we talk about credit <laughs> scores, though, <laughs> no. So when we're talking about credit scores and all that goes into it, I guess where we should start is what is the point of a credit score? Yeah, I think a lot of people hear credit score
1: and they don't understand what it is, or they don't think it's important. Or even on the flip side, there's some pretty well-known people out there. Dave Ramsey, that say that you might not even need, yeah, that was a sneeze. It's allergy season. (laughs) That say you might not even need a credit score, right? And they actually, he does say that. They actually kind of go against you getting a credit card and building a credit score um, because they don't think it's necessary. we obviously are on the other side where we do think it's, it may be not necessary, but it's very helpful in yeah. a lot of regards. Um, so I think just understanding what the point of a credit score is, is important. So a credit score really is simply just demonstrating to a different companies on your reliability. It, it shows companies how accurate and how responsible and mature you are
0: when it comes to your finances is really all it is. Yes. And when it comes down to it, too, we'll come up with specific reasons as to why uh, we don't completely agree with Dave Ramsey and why credit is not necessarily a necessary thing to build, but it is once again helpful. Yeah. And we'll kind of outline that along the way. But yeah, yeah. And a credit score is also point system, really. Yeah. From starting at 300 to 850. It goes up to 850. And it was established by uh, the Fair Isaac Corporation. I I remember them. Yeah. 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 They they also did not build fares, but they're now known as FICO. So a lot of people have heard of FICO. I've heard of FICO. Yes. I've also heard of Fido. Yes. Well, he has no application to FICO. No. No. no, It's just a cute little doggy. Yes. The model, though, for FICO, it works like this. Payment history is 35% of your credit score. Mm -hmm. The total amount owed is 30%. The length of your credit history is 15%. Types of credit is 10, and new credit is 10, all equaling a nicely packaged 100% on how they get your credit score. So we'll break that down a little bit more, but that's an overall top-level how it works.
1: Yeah, and so what that does is it kind of tells you a little bit about maybe what's a little bit more important to focus on when you're talking about, well, I have a low credit, I want to raise my credit, which we'll discuss, what aspects should I focus on? Well, obviously, the more weighty things, so maybe not the 10% part, but maybe yeah. the thirty-five percent part.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And being able to do that is is nice. But when we're talking kind of about even maybe that Dave Ramsey part portion of how does my credit score affect me, this does come in play here. Uh, it is harder for some self-employed people to get loaned because of variable incomes. So a good credit score is helpful to get a loan.
1: Yeah, for sure. So if you don't have that consistent month to month salary Going to a bank and saying, hey, I want a loan for a house or I want a loan for a mortgage, they might be a little leery because, well, last month you made five grand. The month before you made $400 because whatever your job is, you might be very dependent on things. They'll be like, well, I don't know that you're going to be able to pay me back. Yes, but if you have a good credit score and you have that consistent history of paying your creditor back, which is what your credit score is showing, that reliability on paying the money back then that then that uh company, the bank or whoever you're getting that loan from, is mm-hmm. going to be a lot more likely to give you that loan that you might really need, yes,
0: yeah, and you know we also the number one area I think it's one of the most important what what you said about buying a house, yeah, right. So I know that Dave Ramsey always preaches 20% down cash, all that, Mm -hmm. Um, but also renting. Renting is when it really comes into play, I think. Yeah. Because any decent renting place is going to want to check your credit to make sure that you can pay and you can maybe find a place. It's going to be harder, but there has been proof that they do charge more. Oh,
1: yeah, for sure. So I was listening to a podcast because just in doing research, we want to make sure that we're really well-rounded in in preparing for these podcast episodes. And I was listening to a podcast from Dave Ramsey's team. Mm-hmm. Um, he wasn't on the podcast, but it was his co-host or whatever, two, two ladies, very knowledgeable, very intelligent ladies. I'm not saying anything negative about them. But they were specifically talking about credit score. And, and a person called in with the question on – hey, I say I see that you guys you know, say not to have a credit score. Um, I want to get a house. How is that going to affect me? I don't understand how I can get a house without a credit score and how I'm going to be able to get that loan. And the people, the hosts on there are like, well, we realize that it's going to be significantly harder for you if you don't have a credit score to get a house, but you can do it. There's just a lot more paperwork and a lot more effort that needs to go into that. And I, And I'm sitting here like, well... A credit score is not a bad thing. Like if you have a good credit score, which we both have, yeah. good credit scores, yep. pay my bills on a consistent basis, not in debt, yeah. and it makes my life significantly easier when I want to get a house or when I get a, when I want to rent a house or whatever. I don't understand the negative there. I don't understand the push to not have one, especially when we're considering, like you said, buying a house or renting a house, which everybody needs to do. That's already a stressful situation. (laughs) It is, And if I can take stress off of me by just simply having a good credit score, why would I not do that?
0: Yeah. And I think the number one reasoning around the whole like Dave Ramsey strategy is the self-discipline element. And the whole, if you're trying to dig yourself out of a lot of debt and you've already built up bad habits that gets you in debt. And so the idea is, is that you do a complete reversal of thought yeah, and that you're supposed to be now, okay, now you're paying down your debt, you're keeping going. And if you open up a credit card, you're just going to go all the way back into it. Yeah. And that I think that's kind of his thought process on it. However, I do think that you can be self-disciplined. You can pay your credit card off at the end of the month. You can do all these things. And it can work. Yeah. And it can be completely fine. In fact, it can actually be beneficial because yeah. of points and, and all that. And
1: but. seeing the benefits of a credit score, if you're mature enough to really be able to handle it and you're 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 doing a good job managing that, the credit score, the benefits that we're talking about here are really helpful. Um, and it's really good to be able to utilize these. So in addition to just self-employed people getting a loan, um, and then the importance of buying and renting a house um, and all the work that goes into that, um, we also see that some employers are actually checking credit scores before they hire potential employees. And why is that? Well, what is the credit score? It's showing your reliability to, yeah. to how you're managing your money. And depending on maybe what, um, what career option you're going to be into, that really might be really impactful to that employer and show them how much I keep saying this word mature, but how good you are managing things and discipline. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, With, with the way that you're just handling things and, and maybe less that work ethic, but it kind of goes into it. You know, if you're able to handle your own personal things in a, in a good quality way, then that kind of demonstrates to the employer, well, they're going to be able to handle the work stuff well too.
0: Yes, I agree. And there's also another study that shows that actually people are less likely to date people with lower credit scores. Yeah. Especially nowadays with a lot of people coming out with already a lot of debt. Yeah. And then if you have a lot of debt and a low credit score, it doesn't that's two strikes really. Yeah. That's hard to overcome and people know that. So keeping all that in kind of the back of your head. But what when we're talking about like what goes into a credit score? And a lot of people want to know, how do you raise that?
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: So um,
1: you talked about it at the beginning, uh, mm-hmm. we kind of delineated out those percentages right. of those different things that kind of break up into a credit score. We'll go. We'll just hit them really quick here. The payment history that you're talking about mm-hmm. is, is probably the biggest, most important thing that we're talking about. I think it's 35% yes. of your total thing. So when we're talking about payment history, what does that mean?
0: Yeah, so we're looking at kind of the history of your bill payments, right? Your loan, all the bills that you pay a month when you own a home or maybe even rent, car payments, all of that stuff. And it's just aggregating all that together and looking back for up to seven year period and making sure that you're paying it all time. Yeah. So how it can work is a few days late on a payment might not even be a hit at all. Uh, 30 days late can be a small hit, but after about 90 days is when you're starting to get in real trouble, that's yeah. when you start to get trouble with the with the debt collectors and they start reaching out and you don't want to be any part of that. So when we're looking at it though, payment history, number one factor. And if you are trying to rebuild your credit, they do, you can try and get six months in a row of paying on time and then it'll start to make a difference. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, it, and it's not incrementally. I mean, it's not like all at once, right? Right. So it'll incrementally kind of go up and get better over time as you're showing that consistency on being able to, to pay off that debt. Yes. The second big thing that when you're talking about what goes into a credit score and how they get that rating is the amount that you owe, which we also call the utilization rate. So the utilization rate is pretty simple. It's the percentage of the amount that you have that you're using. So let's say that you have a $5,000 credit limit. Let's say you have a credit card and it has a $5,000 limit. The utilization rate that people really should be sticking in is like a 30% of the $5,000 to about 10%. The closer you get to a 10%, let's just think of it as like a grading scale. Mm -hmm. A 30% would be like a B on homework, right? It's a fine score. Nothing wrong with a B. A 10% would be an A. So when someone's looking at your utilization rate, they want to see that you're closer to an A. So the lower you are on your utilization rate, the better your credit score is going to be. So if you have a $5,000 credit limit and you're hitting $500, that's 10% you're going to have a better score than if you're hitting $1,500, which would be 30%. Yes. And in both of these situations, I'm paying them off at the end of the month. Mm-hmm. So I'm not carrying debt, but if I'm using a larger amount, that's just going to impact a little bit on how the credit card company or the the, the whole system that FICO is using is going to be viewing me, and it's going to impact my, my score a little bit.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that is key is also just the amount of debt, right? So we're looking at the more debt you have, right? The you would think that that means okay, well I have a lot of debt, then I'm going to now that's 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 basically the more debt you have that's 30% of your credit score right there. Yeah, yeah, because the
1: the payment history is 35%, but Mm -hmm. then this utilization part is 30%. So between these two, we're at 65% of what the credit card company or the mortgage company, whatever, is looking at to see my credit history. This is what 65% of what plays into my credit score is just these two things. Yes. So when we're talking about raising it, then obviously, when we're talking about the payment history, just consistently paying it off, when we're talking about the utilization rate, there's actually a really sneaky trick that a lot of people might not be kind of familiar with on a way to kind of help this out.
0: Yeah. that Yeah, actually, there is. Uh, one of the things you can actually do is you can actually increase your credit line. So if you have a limit of 5000 right, you can get a different credit card with another limit of 5000 so now you have a $10,000 credit limit, but the key is the most important thing is, is that when you do this, you do not use that. Yeah. You do not use that card. So now your utilization rate is saying, okay, well you have 10,000 max, but you still only are using 500. Well, look at you, you're doing great. You're yeah. awesome. We love you. You're in the A plus range. We're gonna let you have a higher credit score. So that's why a lot of people have a lot of credit cards. They might not know that's why, they might think, oh, I got a lot of credit cards because I get a good rate at, you know, Costco or some of these shops or whatever. But so people do that because it increases their credit limit. Now the problem with increasing your credit limit, of course, is if you don't have self discipline, you spend more, and yeah. you do spend more. Yeah, you don't have self discipline. It's harder to pay them all off. Yeah. So that's why the key is, is that when you do that, you do not use that card. Now even so, you don't even
1: actually have to open up another card either. You can actually call. So if I have a, if I have a blank. Insert insert credit card company here. and it's at five thousand. I can give them a call and I can say, hey, can you increase my limit on this card? Yes. And a lot of times they'll do that, and they'll do that because they're saying, hey, they want to increase their limit. They're going to spend more money. Yeah. Right. And then there's a higher chance that they're not going to be paying it off at the end of month, and then they're they're going to owe us money. Right. So they want you to have a higher credit limit.
0: Yes. And. Actually, that is the better way to do it too. It's just using the current card that you have and increasing the limit. That way it's all consolidated into one or two at the max uh, different cards. But there's also, as we talked about, those are the two bigger ones. There's also like the length of credit history, Types of credit and even new credit, meaning that you just opened a new thing, like maybe just got a car payment. Now you have new credit on on the books. So so
1: these are, I think the length of credit history is 15%. Type Mm -hmm. of credit is 10%. And then the inquiry is also another 10%. Yes. So important. These are important. We don't want to just ignore these. Mm -hmm. But- they're less, they're, they're less important than, right. the, than the first one. So right. that age and length of having a credit score, this is where we really encourage people to, to even... What, so if we're, if we're talking to you and you're, you're listening to this and you're in your late teens, early 20s, or maybe even you're a parent, right? And you have late teens, early 20s, um, encouraging them to get a credit card at a younger age so they can start having that length of time when they have credit. Right? Yeah. If I get a credit card when I'm 25 years old, if I want to buy a house, right? If I get married at 27 and I want to buy a house, I have two years of credit history. And my, my credit might be great. I might be paying it off consistently. But that time length, it, it's only 15%, but it plays into it. If I had a credit card when I was 18 and I wasn't really using it much, but I had it and I was just paying for gas, right? Yeah. And that's it. I don't have to have a ton of money on the card, but I've I've now had it from the time that I'm 18 to 27. That's significantly longer, and that plays a part into it, and that's going to help my credit score.
0: Yes, and the other thing I would say that is absolutely huge, you are not doing your kid any favors by following that Ramsey method of, hey, I don't want you to have any credit either, and not even giving them a chance to prove that they can be self-disciplined, and getting out there and realizing, oh, no. I need to have some kind of a credit cause I have nothing. Yeah. I, uh, maybe you did do it all right. You did it debt free and that's great, but you still can't afford a house or any of that straight out of leaving someone's house yeah. generally, yeah. generally. So making sure that you're setting your kids up for success is key because you're, you have them in the house at that point. You can help encourage. You can help make sure that that self discipline is being taught and being followed, yeah. so that when they do leave, they know what they're doing and they do it right. Yeah. Versus, okay, well, we're just going to do this. You're going to not have a credit card. You know, you can even have them with a five hundred dollar limit. Like, we're, yeah, we're, yeah. So anybody. then, so
1: then, if they make a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a five thousand dollar mistake. Exactly. It's five hundred dollar mistake. Right. But it's right. still giving them a little bit of it it's helping them learn how to manage it. And that's it's helping so them in the long run, right, with this with this credit report, with yeah. the history.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there's also different um types of credit as we kinda talked about. So that's you know, the student loans, mortgage, cars, all the all the big stuff, the big ticket items as we would call it. Yeah,
1: and if you only have one it's not it's not going to help your credit score as much. So no. if i only have a card that if i only have a credit card, my credit score is going to be lower. If yes. i have a credit card and a, and a car, my credit card will be a little my credit score will be a little larger. Mm-hmm. If i have a credit card, a car and a mortgage, my credit score will be a little bit larger.
0: Right. And once again, that's just because you have a proof of concept over time that yeah. you've been able to have one, two, three big purchase things and you're consistent in paying it. Yeah. That's why mm-hmm. it's larger. Yeah. So there's also a thing called a hard inquiry uh, that we should probably talk about. So yeah. that, that's something that when you're applying for something like a loan uh, for a car or for a house, a hard inquiry will take place where uh, the credit company will make sure that you are doing everything you're supposed to be doing. And the reason why it will uh, go up or go down, so to speak is because they know that you're going to add to that balance of credit, yeah. which is that 30% bucket that we were yeah. talking about with the utilization rate. yeah. So that will go up with the hard inquiry, but it does go away pretty quickly. Yeah. And uh, don't ever let that scare you from getting a better deal.
1: Yeah. And a lot of people say, well, well, I don't want, I don't want too many of these hard inquiries. Let's say, let's say I'm looking at getting a car, right? I don't want too many of these hard inquiries. So the first place that I go to, I'm just, whatever their rate is, I'm just going to accept that rate. Because if I go to someone else, it's another hard inquiry. And I go to someone else, it's another hard inquiry. So I, I would like to shop around and get a better rate, but I don't want seven different hard inquiries on my thing and just tanking my credit score. So then when I actually go get that loan, my credit score's now dropped by 50 points because i have all these hard inquiries and ah this is going to be scary well if you actually get those inquiries within a 2 week period they count it as just one so if if you really know you want to you want a car right or you want to refinance your mortgage take that time mm-hmm. go shopping yes. make sure you're getting the rest right yeah. because in that 2 period 2 week period of time All those different seven, eight inquiries that you're taking the time to making sure you're getting the best rate is only going to be counted as one hard inquiry. So it's not going to affect your rate as much as you may think.
0: Yes, absolutely. And the other thing you can do too is do what's called kind of more of a soft inquiry. So that way you have an idea of what your credit score is going into it even. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to do the hard inquiry unless you know it's what you want. And by doing that, you can go onto many different websites um, and just have it done for free. You can do it once a year. You're entitled to a free one. For the three main companies that calculate the credit scores are Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion. And they have to, by law, give you one free one per year. Each. Each. So that's three
1: that's three free ones. And yep. then you can also go to annualcreditreport.com mm-hmm. or .org. I think it's .com. It's the,
0: yeah, it's the government one. Right
1: and, and get another one. So technically, I can get four free credit reports Throughout the year, so I can get one quarterly.
0: Yeah. For free. Yeah. And you don't need to use the hard inquiry then.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, and and then if you really want, you can pay one of these and they'll let you get it more frequently. I don't think that's necessary Yeah,
0: for yeah. most people. I, I don't think so either unless you're someone that's like maybe doing a lot of flipping houses or yeah. something. Something like that, Might you might want to. But other than that, there's really no reason. And
1: honestly, that. I think even some credit cards will allow you to see what your credit report are on that. I, I heard that, that Discover at one point was doing that. I don't know if they currently are. But Discover at one point was doing that where they're allowing you, if you had a Discover card, they're allowing you to see your credit score with the Discover card and, and – that was free too. Yeah. So so there might be other ways to do that as well.
0: Yes. Yeah. I actually use uh, Credit Karma as my the website that I use for okay. the free one and it does work. But, um, So once again, uh, another thing real quick, just how to raise the credit score, right? Just yeah. to recap Four a little bit. Four quick
1: points just to kind of reiterate yep. so you know, because coming into this, we kind of explained what it was and we hit a lot of points. So just really quick. All right. Well, they they said a lot. How do I raise my credit score? Mm-hmm. Four different quick ways. Number one, pay your bills on time. Yeah, sounds <laughs> right? easy. All right. So the, as you do that, yep. Over time, you're gonna your rate's gonna raise, and over a six period six month
0: period of time, especially, mm-hmm. that's where you really start to see that that yes. increase. Yes. The other thing is um, don't close an old credit card account. So that's another thing. What I actually have done is every credit card I've ever gotten, which isn't actually that many, maybe three in my whole life. um, What I do is I just lock it. I don't close it. I lock it. Therefore, I cannot use the card. It will not work. Yeah. But it's technically still open. So I still have that credit that shows a bigger, wider umbrella than what I'm actually using. Now, if you know yourself, right,
1: and and really, really understand your own... Uh, tendencies. If you know you have a real struggle swiping that credit card, you can always unlock it. At yeah. that point, just cancel it. It's going to yeah. affect your credit score. It's not going to affect it drastically. No, and this would be
0: like another 10%. Margin.
1: Yeah. And and it it's not worth no like sticking yourself with all this debt just because you're worried about a, a, a few points of droppage on your credit score. Yes. So at that point, just drop the credit score and just make a wise decision overall. Yeah. Um, But if you don't want to drop, if if you're managing it well, Mm -hmm. and you don't want your credit score to drop, then then don't close um, an old credit card. Uh, Number two, or number three, I think that was number two. Number three is increase your credit card limit, Mm -hmm. which we already talked about at length. We talked about a way to do that simply is just to contact your current credit card company and say, hey, I'm at blank number, can you increase it? And then don't spend more. (laughs) Yes, do not spend more. That is the biggest important red flag key. remember, that's that utilization rate, which is 30% of Mm -hmm. of your credit score. So bumping that up automatically is like, whoa, way less utilization rate by literally doing nothing.
0: Yeah. Yep. So that's the other one. And if worse comes to worse and you're in a really bad spot, you can always work with a credit repair company. They are out there. Um, And they know what to do. They know how to handle it all. But all in all, hopefully you kind of understand a little bit more about how credit scores work, why they're around, how the uh, points are calculated, and also kind of the percentages that go into uh, the score itself, as well as the more important things being the payment history and total amount utilization rate. Those are what you really want to look at. But um, well, and if, if you're coming into this at the end of this and you're
1: listening and saying, well, I, this all makes sense. I wish they would talk about credit cards. We're going to talk about credit cards at some point. Yeah, we oh, will. Probably in the near future. We'll, we'll, we'll discuss a little bit about what we think is a, maybe – maybe good uses of credit cards, if we think people should have credit cards. Um, because once again, that's something that maybe we differ with on, on Dave Ramsey, where he's very against yeah. credit cards. And that's a lot that's really tied into credit score. But we didn't want to go into too much detail. So if that's something that you're kind of curious about, we will discuss that at a later date.
0: Yeah. And the other thing I do want to say, too, is we don't hate Dave Ramsey by any we means. We don't, no. We actually, I do know a lot of people that have had a lot of success using a lot of his stuff to get out of debt. And it is a really great to see people get out of debt. Um, the one thing I will say from my experience that I've seen with clients is when they use that, they have that, uh, go, they call it the gazelle intense mentality. And when they're gazelle intense to get out of that debt, more than 50% of them that I've talked to get back in debt within a year of them getting out of debt. Yeah, And it's usually one of the points where it's worse because they know better and they just give up. Yeah. again and they know how hard it is because how hard it was to get out the first time now that does mean 50 percent of people that i've talked to do get out of debt and stay out of debt and that's great but just be aware of the method is great but there are some holes in it that i don't personally like zach as well with the credit part of yeah, it. yeah. and we, we can talk about that about in another time, time that's too. another we can go into more yeah, detail on be that around. because
1: that's a whole that's yeah. a whole thing too yeah
0: but anyways uh thank you once again for sticking with us this long. We appreciate you. Uh, go on our website dot Comment
1: below if you're yes. on YouTube
0: and tell us if you like our Oh yeah, our new our, shirts. Our new shirts yes. and our design. Yeah, I know. Isn't it great? But bam. Yeah. I like it. We got the long sleeve version. We, we got do. the short sleeve version. Yeah, man. It's I'm all comfy. This is nice. Here. Very nice. I got a
1: whole thing on my back too, but I just don't want to turn around.
0: So. Yeah, that's okay next time. <laughs> but anyways, Instagram, Facebook, Financial Feast Pod. We'll see you on the next one.